What's going on, everybody? It's the In The Money DFS Podcast. We're here for a week 10 episode, hosted, as always, by myself, Justin, and joined by Coach Dan, Dan LaMagna, kind of like lasagna. You know, got to mix it up, Dan. At FFCoachDan on Twitter, at Justin underscore FFB on Twitter for me. Follow us there. Subscribe if you guys are new. What's going on, Dan? Just week 10, man. Still haven't won the Millie Maker. So I I think it's a matter of time. You know, it's overdue here. Uh, you know, had some good picks last week, but just still haven't hit that 19 parlay needed to win that Millie Maker. So this late's fun coming up. I think our listeners are going to enjoy uh, what we have to talk about tonight. There's a lot of ways you can play the lineup. So, you know, a little Thursday night football first and then uh, ready to dive in. Yeah, man. I-, I looked at some of the games, some of the pricing. It's, it's going to be a fun week for sure. Last week I had a good GPP week, Dan. I made some money. I was up and down and up and down. It was a nice little roller coaster last week, but I ended up making some some money. So I'm happy with that. I was in the money in some lineups. Mahomes, shout out to Patrick Mahomes. Guy's good at football. Who would have thought that Patrick Mahomes <laughs> is good at football? I mean, that's what it comes down to. But you could just never go wrong with Patrick Mahomes in any lineup whatsoever. He just always finds a way. Definitely the magic man for fantasy. He is. He is definitely the magic man. And then we got an interesting Thursday night football game. I'm saying this, Dan, like you're surprised because the past couple of weeks, I'm like, I'm not interested at all. But tonight, I'm interested. And that's because we got Jonathan Taylor playing. And he's got his taters now because he hasn't been that good. But I remember a year ago with Miles Sanders, and he wasn't that good in the first half of the year. Similar situation. It was a good situation. Sanders wasn't really doing much. People lost hope. Some people dropped him. And then. He kind of won people some championships last year. So I'm going to play that corollary again. Second half of the year for rookie running backs. Second half of the year is here. COVID offseason. No preseason games. It's about week eight right now for him. You know, it's week 10. It's about week eight. So for our live stream listeners and viewers, I guess you should say, we're about to go into this, this single game showdown, captain mode on DraftKings or FanDuel. But for people listening on the podcast, we are live right now on YouTube at 7 o'clock Eastern. You can find it at In The Money DFS Podcast on YouTube. Subscribe there. Watch us. You know, you can watch how the sausage is made kind of because we, we kind of, you know, I mess things up a lot. I was going to say we, but it's, really, it's mainly me. But I got my Tua jersey on. The name of the chat is Justin Loves Tua. Oh, I love Tua. That's a preview for week 10 of who are playing at quarterback right there, Dan. But let's drill back in for the podcast listeners. All right. We have an exciting week. Before we get into that, we got to briefly go over what happened last week, what went right, what went wrong. Jerry Judy. We love garbage time. Garbage time is the best thing ever. You don't have to point me for Jerry Judy. I think he's good. I'm just not as high on him as you were saying number one wide receiver pre-draft. And then CeeDee Lamb went to your team. Then all of a sudden, you switched up so quickly. I saw a trade offer. As soon as the draft happened, is over. You, you sent away Jerry Judy for CeeDee Lamb just like that. And then I took CeeDee Lamb from you. <laughs> you know, and, and, and today here in week 10, Judy is the number one wide receiver in this class. You know, I mean, Dak's what? out. My, my cowboy heart's broken. You see how good he looks. He is run, putting on a one. 
his only problem is is, is Drew Locke right now is just one sluggish. I'm just saying pure wide receiver. Like he's just the talents there. The Denver offense just needs to improve. But I, he's like five for me right now. This class is insane. I think you should cover that. C.D. Lamb, Justin awesome. Jefferson, T. Higgins. Well, I guess he's four. All right. I guess he. he if the, if Drew Lock could only improve, I mean, he may not have the number one situation, but I'm just saying he's the number one wide receiver. C.D. Lamb's better than him. I'll, I'll put I'll put Dan. C.D. Lamb's better than him. We're not gonna get into this though. This is a, this is DFS podcast, and Jerry <laughs> Judy did do great last week. I don't want to keep the viewers up and us going back and forth about. I, I, how do, I don't even like how the fact that I have to defend your, your Cowboy over here. That's that's kind of messed up. I think that anyone who's a Cowboys fan and is trying to compare himself to Dan, I think they're they're a better Cowboy fans than Dan at this point. This guy's taking Jerry Judy over his boy C.D. Land. That's just disrespectful. I'm upset at you right now. But <laughs> Terry McLaurin, I, this guy's good at football. I mean, that's one of my guys. I love me some scary Terry, some F1 McLaurin. He, he's, he's great. He's fun to watch. He's a beast. You can never go wrong with Terry McLaurin. No doubt. Josh, you, you mentioned that last week was a roller coaster week. And, you know, Judy, McLaurin, we, we were on a good pace, you know, a good path with those guys. They did well. If you talked to me during the one o'clock games last week, I was ready to like celebrate the In the Money podcast. I thought I was going to be rich. I had, and I think you, you were celebrating with me via some text messages the Deshaun Watson mm. to Brandon Cooks played back mm. with DJ Shark. We were going on. That was great for the first five minutes. Oh, it was incredible. And, th- and then followed up with a Tennessee Titans $3,000 defense last week, scoring a defensive touchdown. I'm thinking, oh, man, defense is scoring. They're going back and forth. And then, then the game hit a lull. But then, then there were some fireworks later, and they came back again. And then it quieted down again. Like, it was just – it had so much potential to go off. And then it went into the 4 o'clock games. And then I think that's when my dreams got shattered, when, like, James Conner officially just – Busted versus my Cowboys. The the play all the dudes versus the Cowboys did not work last week. It did not. Uh, it, Connor was disappointed, and then Justin Jackson gets hurt like play one, and ah, uh, it was a mess. It's a disaster. So it was a subpar week based yeah. on Connor, Justin Jackson getting hurt, and not having Dalvin Cook two weeks in a row. I did not learn my lesson. Just you know, I might have had him like a lineup, Justin, but like I did, I wasn't just heavy on him. I, had, I, had, I think I did 11 lineups last week, which is my most ever in a while. And I think four of them had Dalvin Cook. So I was pretty happy with, with that. And I will you had say, to have him. Like two yeah. weeks in a row, you had to have him. Yeah. I will say, I did Or mention, CMC last week. Yeah, CMC as well. You were kind of off. I'm like, dude, Dan, Dan, come on. CMC. Dan doesn't understand who CMC is. We, we have to watch what were my week. words last week? I'd rather play down for Dalvin Cook for $300 less last week. And that was correct. But stubborn Dan tried to be contrarian and, and kind of go off down to Derrick Henry. And that just Ooh. did not quite work out. You know, So where I went down to Henry, it was, a, it was a bust. And Connor with him was a bust. Again, had some... Real good picks, but just still haven't put the nine of them together yet. You just you're just making the show go with the mood. You're like, oh, we suck, we suck. Well, guess what happened last week? Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, DK Metcalf, triple stack. We love it. You can never good. go wrong. I mean that that deserves a. <laughs> I didn't mention two of last Trust week. If it just had Dalvin Cook and all these lineups we talked about last week, it would have been a very profitable week. Well, we're going to make Week 10 a profitable week. Quarterback, starting it off. I already know who I'm going with. I love this guy. Not really. He sucks. I, he actually sucks. You said I had a stat about him two weeks ago. I didn't have no stat about Jared Goff because he sucks. But he's going on Seattle's defense. That sucks more. So we're playing Jared Goff at quarterback. 6,500. I like it. 
I mean, anyone in Seattle, you just got to play. And the Rams, to help matters, Vegas also thinks they're going to do well. They had their fifth highest team implied total this week at 28.5. The over-under for the game is 55.5, which is the highest on, second highest, I lied, second highest on the entire slate. So that's a high total, 55.5. Whew. It's very high, Dan. Absolutely love your thinking there. And you know, before you, got, you, got, you go I, off and list 18 quarterbacks in a row of who you like, I would like to point out one, <laughs> one more guy before you, before you take over, take the rolls. I'm playing both Kyler Murray and Josh Allen. That game is the highest over under. It's, it's 56 and a half. Kyler Murray's a little more expensive. Josh Allen's a little bit, 500 hours cheaper. I, I like doing that, stacking with the receiver of choice of obviously Hopkins or Diggs. But with Kyler Murray, you're also allowed to go with Christian Kirk now, who's been super, super efficient and paid down and also backstack it with Stefan Diggs. I like those two guys a lot. They, they, I mean, Kyler Murray is an insane pace right now. The dude's a beast. Little Ninja Turtle running around. Little Midget running around. No, sorry. Uh, small person running around. Just avoiding tackles everywhere. I mean, he's the opposite of me. I think I'm a foot taller than Kyler Murray. Almost. I mean, this dude is short. And Josh Allen's just a gunslinger. But this dude is so fun to watch play football. I love watching Kyler Murray. I mean, I wish he kind of threw the ball more because he has such a pretty like ball. Like The ball just looks so pretty coming out of his hands. I mean, I'm not a coach, Dan. You're a coach. You're, you're, you're actually the coach, Dan. So you got to tell me, Kyler Murray, his throwing motion is pretty good, right? No, as a coach, I'd be loving Kyler Murray. <laughs> you, can, you can do so much with him, man. He throws a beautiful deep ball. He could run. He could scramble, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, a little vertically challenged, but outside of Whoa. that, you know, he overcomes and adapts and improvises, and he's just a playmaker, and mm-hmm. kid's got heart. So I, I'd, love, I'd coach that kid any day. Mm-hmm. Um you, you know, you, you're, you're locked in, man. It might be like FF Coach Justin here. You're, you're locked in in the coaching zone. I got change my Twitter handle? <laughs> yeah, it might have to. Even though, even though I love that Justin loves Tua there. I just noticed that. <laughs> Spot out the creativity. You know, I highlighted two games this week and only two. Most weeks I've been highlighting three, four, five. And, and there are a couple other games I like, and I'll talk about them tonight. But especially love the Arizona Buffalo game. I just think that's going to be an awesome explosive game with two of the best fantasy football quarterbacks you could have in it playing in Arizona. It should be a nice fast paced game. Each team spreading it out. That, that should be a beauty. So I agree with you. Murray and Allen. I'm going to have lineups with both of them. I already, you know, put a couple of uh, Millie maker contests in there. The other one was LA and Seattle. And I just love that you could pay down There's like a, two classes of quarterbacks, the pay up guys, which is the Allens and Murray's. And I'll throw Aaron Rodgers in there as a guy I, I like this week in, in that Green Bay versus Jacksonville game. And then you have the pay down crew, which is the Wentz, Burrow, your boy Tua, Locke, Goff. And I like Goff the most out of all of them. And you're looking at a game where they're at home versus Seattle and everybody is torching that Seattle secondary. There's nothing to make me think it's going to be better this week. They're in L.A., and you give Coach McVay two weeks to prepare because they're off a bye. You're giving one of the best offensive minds in the NFL two weeks to prepare. I'm loving Jared Goff this week. So, big guy, we're on the same page. I want you know, to, that, uh, that other low class. I guess there's two other guys I would mention that I'd look at at quarterback this week. One is Carson Wentz at 5,900. He's even lower than Goff. I mean, you could fit a lot into your lineup with a Wentz stack that we'll talk about later when, when we get to stacks. So I'm liking him a lot. You know, he could run a little bit. And I'm also kind of just thinking about a Tom Brady revenge game. You know, 6,300, you got a Hall of Fame quarterback that's going to be ticked off after being embarrassed in a primetime game versus the Saints last week. And uh, I, I just can't see Tom Brady with all those weapons of, uh, you know, Evans, Godwin, Brown, Lenny, Uncle Lenny. Uh, I could see Tom Brady bouncing back versus a weak Carolina defense. Yes. 
I, I agree. And I'm only saying I agree because I heard the the name Tua and then I just zoned out and was only thinking about Tua until you just got done talking <laughs> right there. So I love Tua. I, I think Tua is amazing. I mean, ooh, this guy. He, Surprise. <laughs> he looks he looks good. Last week was fun to watch. I like to see the mobility out of him. He made Buda Baker a large sample size of one game. He was, I he love the large sample size of one game. It was beautiful. He made plays. He he was he, he extended drives. He made Buda Baker the highest paid safety in the league. Looked like he was lost out there. He had to use GPS to relocate back onto the field after he juked him out of his shoes. It's I mean his ankles were gone. Tua is a baller, man. And he's got no one to really throw to other than Devontae Parker and Matt Collins. So I like Tua. I mean, DFS is, is tough because you, you want to have a stack. And I'd only stack him with Parker. A little contrarian with Jakeem Grant. Your boy, Jakeem Grant. Jakeem Grant's great. But why are you stealing my thunder? Oh, but we're not even talking about stacks tonight. You're stealing my, my thunder here. Come I on, you're getting Tua. Oh, Are we talking about quarterbacks? Oh, we're talking about quarter talking yeah. About quarterbacks, so quarterbacks, yeah. yeah uh, that, uh, <laughs> and so the Washington football team is going against Detroit. And Detroit has given up the six most points to fantasy quarterbacks. You want a cheap, cheap play Stop at quarterback. It. Stop it. Stop it. Alex, Come on. Alex, Alex Smith, check down King Come Alex on. Smith. <laughs> I, I got to do it. I got to do it. 5200 it's great. I, I like the price, and I like the triple stack option with this. I know where you're going. I know where you're going, but it's not that. You got to save that for stacks later. But I, that would be it, a great GPP. Okay, well, well, I like Alex Smith, though. And then going to wide receivers, I love me some Terry McLaurin this week. Oh, every week's Terry McLaurin week, I think. 6800 He's like one of the only guys that I love that's actually doing well this year. So I'm happy to say Terry McLaurin. Thank you so much. He's 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 actually my dad. My dad's not Paul FSFF. My dad's actually Terry McLaurin this year. Terry McLaurin has taken over the Rams for that, and he is uh, he's definitely been making me happy. And sixty eight hundred, it's it's a good price point. I don't like. I don't think I have to tell the viewers of what Terry McLaurin's doing. Just just go on YouTube, look up Terry McLaurin Week Nine, and you you'll see what he did to this Giants defense, which is pretty good, by the way. It's a lot better than Dallas's defense. I'm only saying this because my dad told me that he's talked some trash to, to the Cowboys. But the Giants suck. All right. <laughs> we, will, we will get the Giants back there. The revenge game's coming. You know, the Dallas is, they're going, they went from like awesome to terrible to we're, we're, we're almost mediocre again. So by the time we play the Giants, we'll be average and the revenge game's coming. But hey, some receivers I like, man. You, you look at these quarterbacks we love. And I think quarterbacks are the window to the running backs and receivers. And Cooper Cup, Bobby Woods, you know, 69 and 6,600 respectively in DraftKings. Don't forget about Josh Reynolds at 3,500. Could be a nice bargain there to be a little contrarian, kind of watching Cooper Cup's health as, as we go into this game. Love Jalen Rager, man, is just a playoff of Fulgham. You know, instead of spending up 6,400, you get Rager at 4,200. Uh, he's healthy finally. He's been explosive when he's played. I think he's a nice bargain wide receiver with the on McLaurin. Christian Kirk, man, we're liking Kyler Murray. 5,700. Christian Kirk just looks like the real deal in recent weeks. I think, you know, Hopkins is going to continue to get the attention. I think Kirk, Christian Kirk is going to keep on eating there. You mentioned Devontae Parker at 5,000. I think he could get a lot of targets there. And Jakeem Grant, man, you stole my thunder. 3,000. That is thunder. the pump play, pump play of the week. He's getting the slot work there. Preston Williams is out. I'm going to say Jakeem Grant's even better than your boy Giuseppe when we get to tight ends. I knew I'd get that look from you. Uh, so. Man, I'm looking at the. I was just laughing over here. How? How is DJ Moore 5,100? 
DJ Moore, 5,100. You know why? Because he's probably going to be shadowed by Carlton Davis in Tampa Bay. And Carlton's been locked down, shut yeah, down. Yeah, has been locked down, if, shut if down. That's how I play. Go on Robbie Anderson, too. That's what he should do. I need. I mean, I, I like DJ Moore. Although last I, week, no, Tampa's no. defense was not Tampa's defense. So I'm not yeah. sure. But 50, that is a good price for DJ Moore. That's a good GPP play. 5,800. Another guy I like and that lot. Brady lineup I was talking to you yeah, about. I, I got a piece for your Brady lineup that could make it all all nice. But uh, there's a guy named Antonio Brown who we all know has his problems. But he did lead the team in air yards last week in his first game there. His first game back in football action in a long time. This dude led the team in air yards. And Tom Brady was looking for him on some deep plays. And let me tell you, you want to play narrative streets all the time. Damn, we got this dude living at his house still. We, we got to remind the people this dude is in his house. He is. He's on a TV 12 program. He's got, he's got a nice price too, a 5,800. I like your narrative straight of living with Tom. Tom's going to be mad and have a bounce back game. You know, they have another, now Brown's got his, he'll get his legs under him a little bit more with one game under the belt. And then also Mike Evans, man, at 6,300, really not much more. Um, I know coach Arian says, Hey, Mike Evans was open last week and Tom wasn't seeing him. Uh, so th there could be some there. I, I, I can see Tom sprinkling a lot of footballs to both of these guys in a, in a fun game to watch in Carolina with, with an over-under of, I believe, 50 and a half. Yeah, I like that one a lot. And now, I mentioned stuff on Diggs. You got to play Diggs. I think this dude's just a target beast. Keenan Allen also a target beast, but he's going to be – I think Xavier Howard should be shadowing Keenan Allen this week. I'd hope he is, and that's going to make it for an interesting little matchup right there. Unlike Kyler Murray, though, I don't think Justin Herbert's going to shy away from targeting his best player just because Xavier Howard's on him. I understand that Xavier's a lockdown corner, and it's hard to get a lot of balls until, you know, because he's very good. I mean, you talk about coaching, Dan. I think you love to coach a guy like Xavier Howard because he's got a little bit of, you know, head problems there and there, but he's a, he's a lockdown corner. That Miami defense is looking good. That secondary is looking good. Howard's good. Byron Jones is good. It makes every week interesting. It's a challenge for wide receivers. Keenan Allen's going to get his targets. I mean, him and yeah. Herbert have been just awesome together this year. Um, you know, I definitely like Keenan Allen at 7,100, but I'd say more for cash based on that volume than a, a GPP breakout based on a, a more difficult matchup. Uh, so I'm kind of shying away there and looking at some of those other plays we're talking about. Did you uh, mention um, you Bobby know, Forrest? Yes, I did, man. They were my first ones. Cup and double down on that. I'm, I don't like cup like that much. I think if I was, I mean, we're getting to the, the stack portion yet, but uh, you know, but I, I do slot like slot receivers versus Seattle. That's why I like cup. Yeah. I mean, they both have beautiful matchups. Uh, love, love them both. And then uh, Smokey Brown too is, is a yes. play as long as he's healthy, and I believe he is right now. I think Diggs does have a a little bit of a competitive matchup there. So Smokey Brown could be a sneaky player. There is no such thing as a competitive matchup for Stefan Diggs. All right. It's just Patrick a, Peterson. I'm just saying yeah, he's got at least Patrick Peterson's going to eat his a, dust the whole night. It's just, it, it's going to be, it's not going to be close. It's going to be a complete disaster for Patrick Peterson. He's going to rethink why he's a cornerback in the NFL after this matchup. I like my guys. Yeah, I told you, it, it, was a, it was a Homer episode for you tonight. DJ Moore. Steph, it is, but they're good at football, Dan. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I just, just, it's just there. I like the Rager play too. Rager over Fulgham as a pivot. I think it's a, the smartest thing you said other than saying Tua earlier in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Fulgham solid. I mean, Jeffrey's coming back. Godaris coming back. So uh, interesting to see how the targets distribute and who gets to earn them. So we're going to find out if Carson Wentz actually likes Rager a lot or if he actually likes Fulgham a lot still. So this is like kind of like a prove-it game for Fulgham in a way. Yeah, I think it's, it's legit. Again, I just, yeah. Uh, 
I like that value savings on, on Rager, though, so I'm going yeah. to go that way. 100% agree. Now, going on to the running back position, you know I've been waiting to say this guy's name for a while because he hasn't been healthy the past couple of weeks. He's kind of a bye week. Here it comes. Oh, home boy. It's home episode. It's Miles Sanders week, baby. He's 6,400 against the Giants. Oh, we're playing Miles. And Lane Johnson's back. And Jason Peters is back. Oh, we are playing Miles Sanders. Where yes. Yes. You're on a three-man this week versus Mitch. I'm just going to put up a lineup of like <laughs> two uh, DJ Moore, Miles Sanders, Stephon Diggs. I've got your lineup already. It'll, it'll become like a two-versus-two or three-versus-three there is whatever's left to pick. But, hey, I, I like the game. I like the matchup. You know, Miles is definitely in play. He's finally healthy. He could be kind of forgotten about right now as he's not a name that's been talked about at this point in the week. And uh, that could be a marquee play, Justin. So uh, I could I could believe in that. You know, and I, I mean, I'm more than believing it. I'm already, I'm having a vision right now. It's Miles Sanders going for 150 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm good with that. I love. I don't right. know about three touchdowns, <laughs> but I, I, I can see the 100 yards and a bunch of catches and, and definitely a 20 plus point fantasy game. Which at 6,400, you know, you're going to get some value there. So I'm with you on Miles. You know, we, we all know it's also a, a free square Mike Davis week who was mispriced at 4000 McCaffrey's officially out. So, I mean, you want to build value into your lineup. He's going to be 40%, 50% owned. It's not – some people say not the best matchup for Tampa Bay, but it don't matter at 4000 It allows you to do so many things in your lineup. So uh, I like Davis at 4000 And there's some other value guys. There's a lot of value guys this week. Um, you know, McKissick, which I don't know, you probably want to, you like that. I'm sure that's where you were going with Washington stack potential there at 4,900. Antonio Gibson's out. So he's getting a ton of catches. Uh, Mr. Checkdown Alex Smith will like him. And he's been playing decent, McKissick. Um, I, my sneaky play this week, man, is Duke Johnson. As long as David Johnson's still potentially out, he's only five th- 5K. He's getting volume now. Johnson's not going to play Sunday, by the way. He didn't practice today and they're not going to rush him back. So I love that Duke Johnson mentioned by you. Revenge game. Revenge game versus former team Cleveland. He was not happy in Cleveland, and he's getting a lot of volume now. And he looked decent last week. Because he's so good at, at 5K. You're, you're getting a feature back at 5K. Uh, I like me some Duke Johnson. You know, maybe maybe that's a contrarian play off of Mike Davis. And, I mean, it's, Mike Davis is just so cheap. but So it's tough to stay away from him. But, you know, of variations of all those guys in my lineups. And yeah. if I'm paying up, man, Aaron Jones is probably one of my favorites. He's he's total chalk, but at 7100, I, I just think he's I don't think you can player. avoid Aaron Jones. Like you could, but like you shouldn't, because he's good at football. And then, and then I'm going to mention JV's boy, James Robinson, this week James against Robinson. Uh, Green Bay, whose defense is not that great against the run. You've seen what you know a lot of running backs been able to do to him this year. I like that Chase Evans bounce back game. He got the volume last week. I'm not worried about the stats necessarily because Miami's defense is legit, and Buffalo's is kind of shockingly not that great this year which is interesting because usually they are top end defense but this year they're kind of middle of the pack not an awful defense but I believe that Chase Edmonds with the volume he he did get last week you can look at the signals the signals were there he's a workhorse last week I noted Chase at 6,300 just wondering how much of a role Kenyon Drake will eat into that I believe Drake is coming back this week yeah Drake sucks so- I put a little ash. Sorry, Drake. I, 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 I like Kenyon Drake. I just don't like him. <laughs> I need Kenyon Drake to be Evans. back in one of my leagues. Yeah. Oh, well, Dan, you're, you're, you're wishful. You're wishful thinking over here because Chase Evans is, is here to stay. DeAndre Swift, 5,100. Yes, it's a tough matchup. A little contrarian play. I think DeAndre Swift just gets the high value touches in that offense. And hopefully that Patricia decides to 
to open his eyes and say, oh, wait, I shouldn't even play Carrion Johnson or Peterson because Swift it's is gotta be the like truth. A, it's got to be like a cash play there. At 5,100, he's nice. I took a note on him. On him. I know like Al yeah. Smizzle's been kind of pumping him up this week, but no, well, it's, I just it's, want nothing to do with that Detroit yeah. lineup, man. And, and, and Al Smizzle knows his stuff there, man. He's one of my favorite guys to listen to, but he's got to be thinking cash because – GPP, yeah. I just I need more volume than that, more upside. I mean, to to have faith, in Trisha, giving him what he deserves, I I just don't have that faith. Do you have faith in Miles Sanders? He's an eagle, so I I've I can't talk too kindly of him, but uh, but he's on my list. He's on All my right, list. I'll take that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not I'll take it. Going on, maybe James Conner bounces back. I'm mad at James Conner because he crushed me last week. Like I know Pittsburgh fell behind and they felt like they had to throw, but I've watched Dallas defense for nine weeks. They could have went back to James Conner, James Conner, and they refused to in a smash spot. So I'm a little bit mad, but but I'm trying not to let my anger get in the way. And uh, I will consider James Conner as well next week. He could be a nice play again. Uh, as I think Pittsburgh will get back to the run versus Cincinnati at home, seven point favorite. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense to me. And a tight end, it, it does a lot, make a lot of sense to me to stick with the Eagles, I guess, because Dallas go there coming back 4,200. It's just too cheap for me to pass up against the Giants defense. And Dallas go there, you saw him when he did week one with that 20 plus percent target share, 100 plus yards. First game back from injury last week, didn't really do much, but that happens with a lot of guys who come back from injury. You're not going to, you know, go back to where you were, where were before it. You're going to, you know, it's nice little like transition week last week. This is the week, though. Dallas go there, 4,200. Lock it in. I'd rather go up two or three hundred dollars more to either Ebron at forty four hundred or mm. most preferably Evan Ingram at forty five hundred. Evan Ingram's been flashing, man. You, know, you want to talk about the coach of me again? You know, he last couple of games he is making the hard catches that you know maybe he had some concentration laps. Uh, you know, weeks prior to that, they're utilizing him differently. They're, they're moving him around. He's running all kinds of routes. I, I'm liking Evan Ingram a lot at forty five hundred with just a very high ceiling. I like Evan Ingram as well. It's a good point. Good mention. I'm I'm just trying to give people cheaper options. I know you like to read through the whole entire roster, Dan. But on- that is cheap. Forty five hundred. That, that, yeah, that's I did cheaper. Bargain. I did forty two hundred. That's three hundred dollars savings. If you want, if you want to go in savings mode, then maybe I go down to Austin Hooper. That's who what I was gonna say. Oh, look who's already up on the screen right here. It's already <laughs> Austin Hooper. Thirty nine hundred. He's coming back from his appendicitis. I mean, it's tough tough to recover from. But he's he's back against Houston. Smashbot thirty nine hundred. No Odell Beckham. I'm I'm riding in the Austin Hooper train. Austin Hooper, Dallas that. go there. My two guys and Evan Ingram, I'll sprinkle in there as well. Eric Ebron, solid options, pick 4,400. And then uh, Logan Thomas is always interesting. It's tough, 3,300, but he's always interesting because he does have great usage. It's just the numbers aren't really like there all the time. It's always frustrating to play, but he could be a million maker winner. He's got the athleticism and some upside, so you can't ignore him. I, I, I don't see him in tough. really many or any lineups. I'm not sure. Waller's enticing paying up if you are going to pay up at 5,900. I like that Vegas-Denver game, 50.5 over under. Uh, Waller's enticing as well. Yeah. Now, defenses, Dan. Last week we hit with the Tennessee Titans defense. Miami's defense is always in play, even though it is a tough matchup again against Justin Herbert, who's lighting up rookie v. rookie. Maybe Justin Herbert's a little angry that the offense didn't choose him. I don't know. You make your narratives here. I think it's going to be a great game. I'm excited to watch the, the Dolphins take on the Chargers, and hopefully the Dolphins move to 6-3. and three. That would be a crazy scene. I kind of don't even want it to happen. I kind of want a better draft pick so we can get a possibility of getting Jamar Chase. 
but I don't think it's going to happen now with, with the five wins already on the total, Dan. So this game's going to be a shootout. I don't, I don't see it going any other way with, with Dolphins and Chargers, or it could be the opposite of a shootout and a snooze fest. But you can't have a snooze fest when you have Tua Tungabailoa versus Justin Herbert. It's just not possible. I don't, I don't think it's possible, Dan. But the best defense oh, I like this week is paying up for the Packers defense. The 3,700, 13.5-point favorites against the Jaguars. Yes, Lutton looked fine last week, but I'm, I'm going with the Packers. Miami's interesting that you mention them because I'm surprised they're as low as they are at 2,800, and they've been a very good defense that's scoring points. They're still going against a rookie quarterback. This is going to be Herbert's one of his, his better challenges. Uh, so so they are enticing. Uh, Green Bay, I think, is a solid play. Didn't have, they, were, they weren't on my top list. I, I'm, I'm primarily right in two teams, neither Miami nor Green Bay, although if – I'm in one of those lineups where I'm squeezing every dollar. I, I could see Miami sneaking into my lineups. I love New Orleans versus San Francisco at 3,000 just because San Francisco's kind of been a mess. New, New Orleans is hot. They're at home. Um, again, it's a, Nick Mullins this could easily make some mistakes. So I love New Orleans at 3,000, but they are so chalky. Um, I'm tempted to pay up where I can, and there are some lineups where I've already been kind of messing around where you could pay up on defense and go with the Philadelphia Eagles at 3,600 versus uh, Danny Mistake Dye there, uh, who, who's, who's due for some mistakes. And I, I just think the Eagles have a good defensive coordinator. Their offense is finally getting healthy. Uh, I, I could see them having a statement game this, this weekend. I like that. I want to mention the Raiders, too, at 2,500. I think that's a very good price for a Raiders defense just because they are four-and-a-half-point favorites. Nope, five and a half point favorites over Denver Broncos. It's a high over under. You know, Drew Locke likes to throw the ball deep a lot, and he's not the most accurate quarterback in the world. So, lots of interception opportunities. I do like the Raiders' defense at 2,500. I think that's a great price. They're one of the cheapest priced defenses on the entire slate. And they're also favorites. Like, it doesn't make sense to me, really. But I'm not questioning it. Thank you. They're, at home. they're just a bad defense. That's the problem. But, yeah, but even bad defenses can make some interceptions <laughs> in there, Dan. That's true. I mean, hey, Drew Locke's going to be bad for three and a half quarters. Um, until it's garbage time and then he lights it up and Judy puts on a clinic and you know so forth but uh, meh. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's a cheap GPP one play. yeah 2500 play 2500 I'm not saying you're my number one defense I already said my number one defense Dan this is a cheap option for people who are stingy with the money that's fair enough Dan's fair making enough. it seem like I'm putting them in every single lap no I'm not putting the Raiders defense in every single lap Dan I'm not I'm not Mitch over here I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that. Oh, come on. You, you can't, you can't be saying this. But stack of the week time. It's time to stack it up. And of course, this weekly stack is brought to you by Tua Tungabailoa with Jakeem Grant. GVP stack. I, I mean, I love it. I love Tua. He's my guy. And I also, it, it wouldn't be a In The Money Defense podcast if I had to mention a Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs stack, run it back with DeAndre Hopkins. Or Christian Kirk trying to save money because I know that Hopkins can be a little pricey. That's my, my go-to. Oh. And before I take your other stack, I, you, what's your stack of the week? Stack of the week, man. There's so many good – there's a yes. few good stacks. You, you can, nice make you can stacks. play any stack you want and afford it this week. There's a lot of ways to go. Love Goff, Woods Cup, DK Metcalf. That is an explosive mm-hmm. stack there that I'm That's super the one I was hoping you'd say that I don't have to say. That's the one I didn't want to steal. And yeah, I love, I love that one right there. I guess the, the money stack of the week there, man. Um, and two other stacks I mentioned. One is Carson Wentz with Rager and Ingram. And again, Ooh. I just think Wentz and Rager is going to take off, and it's just 
it allows you to spend up so much more in your in your lineup. And then just Arizona Buffalo stacks in general. Play them any which way, both ways, yeah. sideways, have a ball, man. I'm gonna have a lot of builds around those two teams. I like that. My my last stack I'm gonna give the listeners is Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, James Robinson. I like it. I mean, it's not going to be a smash pot for Jacksonville. Obviously, they're 14 and a half point underdogs, but James Robinson's going to get his touches. He's going to get his targets out of the backfield. And I believe that the Green Bay defense is very exposable. So, and then you got Devontae Adams. I shouldn't have to mention why I'm stacking Rodgers with Devontae Adams. I mean, that's just, uh, they got the chemistry. So, that's the stack of the weeks. Anything else you want to add, Dan, before we get out of here? We once again made it underneath the 40 minute time frame. We're doing great on time. The viewers are getting the picks and plays of the week. It's, it's a beautiful sight. I think we're locked in today, man. Some good chemistry. We're on the same wavelength. Uh, again, hopefully gave each other a couple other options to listen to and gave our listeners uh, some good direction as we go into week 10, man. Millie Maker, week 10, we're, we're taking it down. Yes, yes. Dan is taking it down. I'm going to take it down over him. My, my my dream scenario would be me finishing first place in Millie Maker, Dan finishing second place, and then me having that over him for the rest of his life and then just laughing at him. But that would be great for the end of money behind. <laughs> With, with, with a lineup of two uh, miles <laughs> with a lineup of two of oh, that would you would see me i wouldn't i don't even know what i'd do that that would be the i don't even know what i'd do if i have all my guys and happen to win i'm uh, calling that the justin lineup i, I might play the, the justin loves to a lineup this week and uh, justin loves to a lineup I'll play all your dudes yeah. It's not, it's not a bad idea, Dan. You can follow Dan on Twitter at FFCoachDan. My Twitter at Justin underscore FFB. The podcast Twitter at in the money DFS underscore. Subscribe if you guys are new. Check us out on YouTube once again. We go live every Thursday around 7 o'clock Eastern time going over to single game slate. And you get to see our beautiful faces and us argue back and forth and yell at each other. Our faces get red. My two with jersey. Me drinking water constantly. Dan figuring out his AirPods. There's a lot of things you can you can get to see on the, on the screen if you're not you know watching. So definitely go check us out on YouTube. Follow us out there. Subscribe for new once again. And we'll see you guys next time.